This weekend our collective heads Wanna put an old rumor to bed Stereotype that you've all heard How we're all just angry video game nerds Most of us have actual jobs Kids and families and cats and dogs, yeah This weekend our collective heads This weekend our collective heads Welcome to This Week in Our Collective Heads. I'm Patrick. This is Kevin. And is that Spider-Man in your hands? This is Spider-Man. Woohoo! So so a little while ago, uh, the girls got me Spider-Man, and they want uh, Spider-Man to to represent me saying hello to them in oh, every okay. show. And so that way I'm not like, hey, Arya and Nora, at the beginning of every show. Although I do do that. Although yeah. I do that mm-hmm. on uh, on the Dark Souls streams. But yeah, this is me saying hi to Arya and Nora. Oh, isn't that, isn't that cute? Isn't that cute? I'm just grabbing my grabbing my notes here. Um, by the way, we were a little bit late in the uh, Gold Plus roundup. I forgot to tell you this. Uh, I scheduled it to go out, and apparently it didn't save my scheduling. So that video is out now, uh, a little bit later than we previously wanted. But uh, surprise, right. surprise, Kevin, um, that I didn't tell you that right before the show. I meant to. But oh well, it's out. It's not. It's not too late. Um, we're gonna start this week. We're trying, we talk about gaming news every single week. If you've never watched us before, if you've never listened to us before, we ramble a lot, but we also talk about gaming news, uh, as you can tell by our by our lovely T-shirts. Um, so first up, we're gonna talk about uh, uh, we're gonna talk about the backwards compatible games because Xbox keeps pumping out these backwards compatible games, and uh, yeah, and what we got, it, thankfully, is Silent Hill. Which is awesome. Uh, Silent Hill HD Collection uh, is uh, now backwards compatible, and also Silent Hill Homecoming. Uh, I played the all the games within the Silent Hill Collection. I never played Homecoming though, um, so I'll have to I, look at that. This is Homecoming. Yeah, I know, I know that there's I know that there's one that's like um, kind of an, an kind of an off brand, like somebody else did it, uh, but I don't I don't remember which one that is. Yeah, I don't and, either. Because because I know that Resident Evil has some offshoots. Silent Hill has a couple offshoots of like of like different styles of gameplay. Yeah, and so I'm guessing that Homecoming is one of those. Either that, or it's a Spider-Man crossover. I think so. I think so. Which um, one of those? Did, did you see? Um, crap! I sh- you mentioned Homecoming. They they leaked the title for um, Far from Spider-Man. Home. Yeah, far. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because 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 he's just adorably clumsy. I think, and he's I like, he's, "Hey, no spoilers, but this is what I'm working on." Yeah, and they're like, yeah. I, don't know. "I think he's doing it on purpose because, like, no one's reprimanded him or gotten mad." Um, where okay. there's been like talk behind the scenes, like Mark Ruffalo, they like mm-hmm. took him aside after his interviews, like Kevin Feige and other people, like were like, "Look, I, you've been doing this a while. I don't know if you're just tired or what, but you can't keep saying stuff." <laughs> like, and they haven't yeah. done that with Tom Holland, um, which I would think that they would. Uh, by the way, if you uh, if we have a countdown on Tom Holland's clock, if you didn't know this, he has two more movies to go, and then he's out. What? He has but Spider Man Two. Holland. He has Spider Man Two, the what mm-hmm. Spider Man Far From Home, and Avengers Four, and then he has to renegotiate his contract. I can understand that from from a because he he was he was kind of an unknown quantity. His contract is tied to Sony's contract to Marvel. Gotcha. Meaning when Sony retain gets the rights back. Yeah. 
after those movies, Sony has the rights to Spider-Man movies again. So even so, even as even as the X-Men and the Avengers come closer together, Spider-Man is possibly being ripped away. Yes, that's right. And rough. and rumor is that Sony that that Sony is going to if they haven't already that Sony has been contacting Holland and saying we want you when we when we do bring, uh, start doing Sony Spider-Man movies we do want you to be our Spider-Man. Okay. Which I would appreciate. I I like that consistency. Yeah. Um, but um, Sony has has just butchered so much of the Spider-Man franchise that I just don't know how to feel about it. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't trust them. Yeah, I'm really hoping that it renegotiates because Marvel has to renegotiate the contract with Sony. It's not just an actor because people are like, oh well, Chris Evans and so and so, and they're always up for renegotiation. Yes, but yeah. Marvel has to negotiate with Sony in order to to even continue using Spider-Man because otherwise Spider-Man's going to have to just go away or or die. And I don't yeah. want either one of those things. Um, I really well, like Tom Holland as Spider-Man. Yeah, and 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 the other thing about it is like the 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 negotiations and the process of getting Spider-Man into that universe hmm. was literal years in the making. Like we yeah. we knew they were talking about it. It was confirmed after the Sony email leak. Yeah. And it still wasn't another. It was still three years later before we actually got Spider-Man into a movie yep. that wasn't just Spider-Man. And yeah. So, yeah, which is why everyone's saying when it comes to X-Men and when it comes to um, uh, Fantastic Four that you know it's going to be two or three years before we see them hit the Marvel yeah, yeah. universe. And that's that's fine. Other rumor though, and then I'll be finished with movie rumors for because this is geeky stuff. So I figured this would be good. Um, the other rumor is that uh, they are doing the new New Mutants um, TV show, which is fine. Really? Okay. Uh, yes, uh, but the rumor is uh, that they are that even though they're done filming, that they're going to scrap. Um, they're going to scrap the latest X Men movie that's coming out. The Dark Phoenix movie is just going to be completely just deleted. Okay. Because they don't want to confuse. So much more now. Um, yeah, because they, one <laughs> apparently it wasn't very good, and two they want to hit those properties, get those properties into Marvel without being yeah. confusing. Where it's like, oh, we got an X Men movie. Wait, now the X Men are showing up here the next year or something. Um, yeah. So uh, the other thing is, I've read alleged leaked of uh, synopsis, and it sounds like X Men Three. It's it's very much X Men Three, which I don't want. I didn't oh, like you that. Mean, uh, I mean X Men Three Last Stand. It's almost yeah. the same plot. It's almost the same yeah, plot, yeah, except yeah. they except they do go into space. But other than that, like, um, uh, yeah, it's it's downplayed on the Phoenix entity. They go into space, but that's like the very beginning, and then the rest is basically like X Men Last Stand. So, if that's true, delete. Just delete. I'm fine with that. <laughs> right. Yeah. Right. Uh, anyways, back to some some gaming news. Uh, we got the Games with Gold uh, was announced for August. The free games for Xbox uh, coming up, uh, starting out with uh, Forza Horizon Two, which mm -hmm. I've played. I actually you know I feel like I've played this for some reason. I feel like I've played this, but they all kind of blend together. Understandable. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I played quite a few Forza games, quite a few racing games, obviously. But um, yeah. um, Forza Horizon games are better. Yeah. Horizon. Okay. Do you have a preference on on Forza versus Horizon? 
like because those are two separate franchises like one of them deals more with like the the road races yeah and the other one's more with tracks yeah i i prefer the road races and that's why i like uh like horizon and um if if i'm not mixing them up yeah uh okay. I, well, as much well, as i mm -hmm. horizon 2 is uh the most recent horizon game is is actually three um, yeah, because the the Forza series is up to like seven or eight or something. So this is a fairly recent, uh, a fairly recent game. And then, like I said, they're they're going to be bringing out Horizon Four before too long. So I I see this as a as a very positive, like as far as racing games go. Yeah. Sometimes sometimes we do get frustrated with how many racing games we end up playing. In particular, the Dirt series. Mm -hmm. Was was popping up a lot for a while, and that yeah. that was that was kind of rough. But but Horizon Two is, in my opinion, um, a a quality offering from yes, them. yeah. And uh, the actually, other offering, mm -hmm. go, ahead. go ahead. No, go ahead. I was gonna say actually, all the offerings I'm actually really looking forward to yeah. for different uh, reasons. For For Honor is one that uh, that they've been as 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 I understand it, as someone who's who's only played a couple of minutes of mm -hmm. of this game. Um, it's it's one of those titles, and we're gonna we're gonna actually hear a little bit more about this later on in the show. But um, this is this is a, a a game that came out to lukewarm reception, and then they they listened to the fans, they kept into it. Um, this game, uh, Rainbow Six Siege, and um, No Man's Sky, which will be our topic a little bit later, uh, are three titles that came out and and right when they came out they were they were not that great but they kept working with them they kept pumping into them they kept improving them uh consistently and substantially mm -hmm. and so as i understand it for honor is a much better game so even if you played it when it first came out and then you know gave it to gamestop or whatever uh, I, I would say sell but you don't really get enough to really count as selling in my opinion uh, I mean, I'd sell it if you have the digital copy already. I mean, you could sell it or you could just leave it just to have it just in case. But um, I'm, I'm actually going through all of my physical copies of games that I got digitally for free mm -hmm. uh, and selling the physical ones. Because I have I have a stack of, I think, 12 games. Yeah, Chris, uh, Christian I, has my copy of Demon's Souls because at one point that was free for uh, Plus. Oh, really? I didn't even realize it was free. I'll have to double check. I'm pretty sure it was, I have it, it was then. a long time ago. Okay, I'm hope hopefully I have it then. Um, before we, we did this show. Before we did the show, it may be not, though, because it's one of the reasons I started doing this. Uh, yeah. We also got Dead Space 3, which, um, I mean, I'll, I will admit uh, I love Dead Space. Dead Space 3 is not, very, is not that great in comparison. It, mm -hmm. I don't think that it's a bad game, but it's right when we started getting the, the, the start of really bad microtransactions and, uh, and everyone getting upset about that. Uh, yeah. Also, the, the plot wasn't very good. <laughs> okay. Um, and then the last one we have is Epic Mickey Two, uh, yeah. which ha which has Mickey, and then uh, what's the other guy's name? Oswald. Oswald. Yeah. Yeah. Which which I think is a really fun throwback to to the history of Disney mm -hmm. because um, uh, th like there's different eras of Disney, like there's different eras of Saturday Night Live, but uh, this is like almost before it really became Disney when it was just an up and comer. Yeah, well, it was, and, it was and, uh, I can't remember the name of the, he was with, a, it was with another company. And then that, mm -hmm. I can't remember the name of the company, but um, Walt created it with, um, uh, with I, Bob Iwerks. Uh, Bob mm -hmm. Iwerks created um, Mickey Mouse. Um, and then, and because Walt, okay, I'll, I'll, I'll back up for a second. Basically, they created, created Oswald and, uh, and the company, and then they were like, oh, we're going to do our own Oswald movies. And the company was like, no, we own that. 
you were just yeah. our, you're just writing stuff. Uh, we're gonna we're gonna keep doing that character, and then that's when uh, Walt said, "All right, I'm gonna start my own business." It's the whole uh, you know Bender thing. You know, I'm gonna start my own because you know my own uh, uh, what was it? My own delivery service with blackjack and hookers. Like, actually, <laughs> you know what? Screw the delivery service. Yeah, it basically, he was like, you know what? I'm gonna start my own company and I'm gonna create my own character. And he wanted to create something like yeah. Oswald, and he created Mickey Mouse. Now, the story of uh, Mickey Mouse, though, very quickly is the same. Is very similar to Spider-Man's story. You know about the creation of Spider-Man, right? Because we were talking about Spider-Man earlier. I don't know if you remember. Yes, know, yeah, yeah. Do you know I, about how, how he was played. created? Stan Lee was you know, creating all these characters, and he had the idea of a spider. Of a, of a, of a, he was like, spiders scare people. Let's make a character, a person who has spider powers but isn't scary. That's okay. it. That's it. That's all he had. He, co he goes over uh, uh, to Steve Ditko, and he's like, I want to make a Spider-Man. And, and, and he was like, don't make him scary, but I want a Spider-Man. And then Steve Ditko's like, oh, cool. So I'm going to make him look like this. He's going to be blue and red, and he's going to be this. He's going to be a teenage kid, whatever. Da, da, da. And then Stan's like, that's great. And then he wrote, he started writing it. Stan didn't really invent Spider-Man. Okay, I, I knew that it was that it was Steve, and that was that was one of the reasons that yeah. uh, who he he passed fairly recently, and yeah. that was uh, basically what I I know that he worked with Marvel, and that he he is the true creator of Spider-Man. Yes, yes. Uh, similarly, but Stan does Stan always claims Spider-Man's is, is his. Uh, he yeah. used to claim back in the '90s. He used to claim that Captain America was his, and people were like, uh, "Jack Kirby made, did that before you started working in comics. He did that when you were in the war." Um, yeah. But uh, similarly, uh, uh, Disney was creating. He was like, "I want a new uh, uh, cartoon character, and I think I guess it should be a mouse because we did a rabbit. Let's do a mouse, and it was yeah. going to be Mortimer Mouse." And his wife was like, "That's stupid." You call him Mickey. <laughs> call him Mickey. She's like, oh, okay, I'll call That's him Mickey. Awesome. And and iWorks created and drew, and designed uh, Mickey. And when the two of them started fighting about it years later, iWorks left. He was pissed because he's like, you're not even giving me credit for creating mm -hmm. Mickey Mouse because this is when Mickey Mouse was just blowing up. Yeah. iWorks left, and when he he ended up coming back because. Um, He's, ama he's amazingly talented. Walt asked him to come back, and iWorks was like, okay, if I come back, I get complete, complete control of whatever I do. I'm not doing uh, what I used to do. I'm going to be a, uh, an Imagineer, which is the people who like design the, design the uh, concepts, yeah. right? His first project he came back for was Mary Poppins, and he was responsible for the integration of live action and, and, uh, and cartoons. The man was a genius. Brilliant. Yeah, he's a genius, and he didn't get. He also was responsible for some stuff in the, in the parks as well, and he is not given credit for it because Disney wants to keep up the the just like Stan wants to keep the persona yeah. of like, no, I'm the creator. It's I a made all the things. <laughs> it's like no, you didn't. By, by, by the way. Yeah. Um, if 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 you're you're watching this, I want us to as as a collective appreciate uh -huh. that Stanley impression because that was <laughs> great. Not gonna lie, that was that was great. I thought about cosplaying as him. I thought that'd be fun. I think. So, so how how long do you work on that? I have I've never worked on it before, uh, but but really? I, I have been thinking about cosplaying as him. That would like, be fun. Get, get like an, like you know, get the the gray hair, get the big glasses, right, right, right. And then and uh, and if I cosplay as him now, then I need like a scooter, like to like an electric scooter. But yeah, but I mean, like that. I don't even think I need it. I just hunch, just hunch over and just yell at people. 
Yeah. <laughs> I think it'd be fun. It'd be fun. So anyway, as you can probably tell, there's not a whole lot of gaming news this week. Uh, we've, we've got some rumors. We've got some rumors around uh, Xbox Scarlet. We're going to talk a little bit about uh, No Man's Sky next. Mm-hmm. But as far as actual news, we do have one massive piece of news about which I am incredibly excited. Guacamelee 2 is coming August 21st. So we have less than a month to wait until Guacamelee 2. Heck and yeah. I cannot wait. Uh, Guacamelee was was outstanding. The DLC was exceptional. Um, this has up to four-player local co-op. And we have three controllers at the house. So I'm going to get to play this with the girls. That's and we're going to cool. beat this together. And we're, we're really all going to cool. be chickens. And um, and that's totally a game, like, like you said, that is a totally a game that they could play that they will get so much out of. There's some games yeah. that they may not, but I think the Guacamelee is that good balance. It's not too hard. It's just challenging enough that they'll get it, a good it, amount out of it, yeah. The platforming, I, I don't think that it gets enough appreciation for the actual platforming because most of the people, when they talk about it, they talk about the combat or whatever, and sure. the combat is really, really good. Mm-hmm. But like the, the platforming towards the end is just amazing. Yeah. And it's it's got the instant restart from... Uh, from like Super Meat Boy and stuff, and we 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 are huge fans of instant restarts. If you're going to give us, give us tough platforming, yeah. But then let us respawn, and so it'll it'll be a thing where you have to do like you know five, six, seven jumps in a row. And one of my favorite moments in uh, in Guacamelee. Did you beat the first one? I did not. I got like halfway okay. through it. I mean, it's it's okay. great. It's great. I just got busy. Okay, so there's there one of the, one of the. It might even be the last skill you get is the ability to to hang onto a wall and then just launch yourself off of it, nice. and um, and so like right at the end, like as you're going into the final fortress, it tries to give you a scope of that. So like you you take off off of the wall and then like every second mm-hmm. second and a half it zooms out, and so like you you've got this view, and then it comes out comes out comes out and then it just shows you you're just you're just going like miles across this thing and you're just this little tiny character zooming across that's the, awesome the terrain and then you awesome. and then you actually get to the thing so like the 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 comedy the combat the the dialogue the platforming everything about this about the first one was was really really fantastic and from from what i can tell it just looks like more guacamole one thing this is this is one of the first times that, that Drinkbox has kind of gone back to the same material mm-hmm. because they did they did Mutant Blobs Attack, um, and then they did uh, and then they did Guacamelee, and then they did Severed. Mm-hmm. Those are three completely different games, yeah. very different art style. Like there's some similarities between Severed and and Guacamelee as far as art style is concerned, but yeah, like but one your, is like your assets are not person. the same, your gameplay's not the same, your engine's not the same. Yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah. and it's and and. And Drinkbox is is consistently amazing with being able to just come up with these crazy ideas. Yeah. And so I'm I'm really hoping I I am grateful and looking forward to playing more Guacamelee. But after that I hope they go and just give me something that I never expected. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. so that's that's coming that out in less than a month, twenty bucks. Speaking of things that I never expected, uh Salt and Sanctuary is probably one of those, which you you loved. I love yes, and I'll, I'll be. I'll. This is one of those games that I will be picking up again on the Switch, despite having <laughs> put many, many hours. Okay, so Salt, Salt and Sanctuary, Binding of Isaac, and mm-hmm. Cosmic Star Heroin yep. are are ones that um, that I would, in many situations, consider myself done with because I, I put you know plenty of time into. I explored the game. I checked out everything that was in there. Um, 
but then it comes to the switch and like it's it's a little bit bigger a little bit prettier and the the fact that i can take it with me yeah. again is like yes because at some point i'm just gonna sit there and be like you know what i like shooting a bunch of of of, of poops and and things in in a basement but right now i just want to hack some stuff with the sword <laughs> yeah so, so i do and yeah so august august 2nd just like a week or two yeah I think that's that's what's proving people like people. I know there are a lot of uh, people on the internet who are not happy with the switch because there's so many ports that are coming to it. But I don't think it can be understated how amazing it is to take these games with you. To take, yeah. I'm I'm uh, going to Europe uh, actually a week from today. I will be in in uh, Amsterdam, and I All cannot right. tell you how cool it is. That I can, I'm going there. I'm bringing my switch, and I'm yeah. bringing, I'm bringing my my case that has all my games in it, uh, so I can play Zelda. I can play um, Skyrim. I can play whatever I want. Um, yeah. Am I going to be playing it very much? Probably not that much. But uh, plane, uh, airport, yeah. There's there's times that I that I definitely could be using it. Absolutely. Um, and to be able to take this on the go and not to be stifled where I'm playing games that are lesser because uh, 10 years ago your portable games were always the they were the lesser version of um of the the main stock like uh, kingdom hearts is a great example of that you had kingdom mm -hmm. hearts one and two and then you had the offshoot games that people like me were like eh, i don't i don't i can't bear to play I'm that good. i'm yeah. good i'll skip it i like kingdom hearts i'm gonna skip it uh, same thing with uh, Zelda games. I played the console Zelda games, and people were like, "Hey, this new game is out on DS." I'm like, "I couldn't care less. I really like, like, oh, Phantom Hourglass." I'm like, "I know, I love Zelda, but like, I can't. I have to take it with me." But I, can't, I know. Okay, whoever whoever told you that Phantom Hourglass? No, I, like, the, but it's <laughs> it's better than Spirit Tracks. I'll give you that. But Phantom I was just trying to think of a mobile one. Um, Four Swords, uh, uh, and there's there's others as well. Yeah. But uh, these games are coming out, and then uh, what was it? Link to the Past. Like the Link to the Past, it was Link out between on Between Worlds. You mean? No, no, no. So Link, Link Between Worlds was the first time that I bit the bullet and said, you know what, I'm going to do this. And, and it was absolutely worth it. It was great. That, that game was quality. But Link to the Past came out on, uh, I think it was like on Game Boy Advance or something. Right, because it was on okay. it was on Super Nintendo, and then it came out again on a mobile platform, and everyone was yeah. like, "Oh, this is so cool!" And I was like, "I know, but I just want to I just want to play it." But now being able to have both, like it cannot be understated how how playing something. Uh, yeah, it can't. Sorry, it can't be overstated. How amazing it is to grab to to play a game like Skyrim or anything else. To be playing it, yeah. to play Doom or anything else is, is amazing. My drawback to mobile, to, to uh, not mobile gaming, sorry, portable games was always I'm gonna have to pause, I'm gonna have to do my thing, and then come back to it. And yeah. sometimes it gets you in and out of a flow. And in this case, the flow is great. You can go back and play it on on your on your big screen. It's it's yeah, it's just amazing. Yeah. Um, what also is amazing, we love our hope, switches. What's also amazing, I hope at least, is Fallout seventy six. Mm -hmm. uh, we are getting a beta for this. Um, if you didn't know, if you if you pre-order the game, then you're part of their uh, break it uh, beta uh, early right. 
early beta stuff, but the there is a beta coming out that's going to come out. Uh, where is this October? We do, we don't we don't have specifics on yeah. on platforms or anything like that. Presumably, this is going to be October, and it's going to be on all the platforms on which you could pre-order it. But uh, but they haven't they haven't given a whole lot about it. Um, this is also butting right up against the actual release. So I feel like that this is going to be more of a server test than an actual game test. I think that basically what you get in the beta, um, minus whatever restrictions they put on it, is going to sure. be the final product. Yeah, and the if they, and, and I'm, I'm assuming that part of this is kind of a quasi-backlash to uh, the news that uh, the only way to get into the beta previously was uh, if you pre-ordered. So I'm assuming yeah. that they're that they're doing this to say, hey, okay, that's early access beta. We're going to also let you be in beta in October, which is great because I I'm a huge Fallout fan. Obviously, I love mm -hmm. I love Fallout uh, Four. I love New Vegas. New Vegas is still probably my favorite, um, but I want to play this game. But at the same time, I don't know if it's going to fit. I don't know if it's going to going to be for me. It's probably going to yeah. be a good game. I don't know if it's going to be for me. Um, also, I mean, you're also you're also a huge Elder Scrolls fan, but Elder Scrolls Online is just a completely different experience. But it's made by a different company. Well, I mean, New Vegas was also made by a different company, but it was awesome. And that yes, was actually was. my actually it was I played Fallout Three. Um, I played Fallout Three on a modded console. Um, we'll just say that. Uh, and I was like, <laughs> I had I had a ton of games to choose from, and I was like. I heard this is really good, but I can't get into the gameplay. And then played New yeah. Vegas, like within three or four months of trying Fallout 3. And New Vegas is so much better. Fallout 4, I think, is not as good as New Vegas in regards to story. Um, I know that the gameplay mechanics are, are better, but um, the story is so much better. The environment is so much better in Fallout New Vegas. So that's just my opinion about it, though. <laughs> um. Okay, so the last we have is is kind of some some analysis of of kind of some interesting things that are happening in the uh, in the the sphere of gaming right now, um, and then we'll finish off with a couple of, of Xbox rumors yes. and uh, and uh, No Man's Sky next, which came out this past week, mm -hmm. which is is a new game for Xbox, but it's just a patch, like a free patch for everybody who already owned No Man's Sky. Yes. Um, and and I, I I really really appreciate uh, how Hello Games did this because when No Man's Sky first came out, um, it was it was it was not what was promised. Uh, they they had they had aimed really high and they didn't tell anybody that they hadn't reached those heights yet. Yes, and people were furious over this. And and Hello Games, um, do, do you know about the culling and the culling two uh, about a month ago? No. Okay, so the the calling was was kind of a battle royale game uh, that focused on melee weapons, and so there was a lot of a lot of hand to hand combat and stuff, and like it was getting fairly regular patches, but there were still a lot of issues with it. Mm -hmm. um, and then uh, without without a lot of heads up, instead of fixing the issues in the calling, mm -hmm. he just the the developer just released the calling two, and it had. The fix it was the same game, but with all the fixes. And he was like, "Yeah, you can you can just buy the game again." And people were really pissed about that. And he he actually un unpublished the calling to threw the stuff back into the calling because it was just a patch. Yeah, that's and that's and that's, right. that is that is not treating your customers right. But what Hello Games did is is I mean they were getting death threats over this. And like, okay, we are all passionate about games. 
Yes. Do not threaten anyone with death, especially over video games. This don't is, threaten this is... them. Don't attack them personally. Have a discussion. No. If you don't like something, when I mean, we talked about this with Guild, Guild Wars 2, if you don't yeah. like something, have a discussion about it. Hash it out. Honestly, some of those uncomfortable discussions and, and, being, and being brutally honest are what's needed because sometimes people are in mm -hmm. an echo chamber. Those And the feedback that we have in the, through the internet is such a great thing, except when it gets into crappy stuff like yeah. that, like trolls and, and ad hominem attacks, yeah. Yeah, and so so the version of No Man's Sky that, that Xbox players are now getting and, and everybody else who had the game, and I, I put this out on Twitter, but uh, my prediction is that No Man's Sky is going to be on PlayStation Plus at some point. Um, because they were really hyped about the game, and then when it actually came out, they went, "That's not exactly what we thought it was going to be." Yeah. But yeah. Hello Games uh, really just buckled down, and over the past two years, they they have added in the things that they wanted to do, and and basically they they made they made bank at the beginning of the game based on the hype. Yeah. And um and you know they started getting death threats and all these things and people were like this is not the game you promised and they they retreated from social media for for most of this time mm -hmm. and just kept on working on it like they were in the forums they were talking to the community they were adding the things that that had been promised slowly yeah. a little bit at a time and the game now um according to i i haven't i haven't played either version but i've been looking at it pretty closely and and the version now has has space combat, has multiplayer, has base building, has has big quests that you can get from like space stations and, and like there's 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 a multitude of things that some of some of which were promised, some of which were were implied, some of which were just features that people thought would be there. But but they, they have yeah. really gone back and they have they have hammered out this game to become they they used the funds from all the hype to meet the hype. And I really appreciate that they did that instead of pulling a Molyneux and creating No Man's Sky 2, which has the stuff that was supposed to be in No Man's Sky 1. Because yep. Fable, Fable and Peter Molyneux are like renowned for this, where, where he over, over, over promised yeah. Under delivered, and then the next game ended up having the features that he wanted in the first one. We're in it. We're in a day and age now where you can just patch that shit, though. And that's what I, <laughs> I, I do appreciate that they're like, yeah, we screwed up here. Um, I wish they hadn't overpromised, and I'm hoping this is this shows things that you cannot do in the in in you know in the in the twenty teens, right? Two uh, thousands <laughs> that may have been we may have been able to pull uh, pull that off. People could have forgotten. People don't forget that stuff now. You've got yeah. you've got easy access to video, Twitter, everything. Sorry, you can't get away with, get away with that anymore. Um, yeah, yeah. Uh, we got some uh, news in regards to uh, to loot boxes as well. Um, yeah, uh, we we talked last week about uh, Shadow of War dropping loot boxes uh but forza forza has also said that with their summer update they're going to be removing i i don't i don't know that system but they they removed the microtransactions that were in there um they're they were cosmetic but uh they've simply said well now you you can just earn it and and have fun with that um and then uh dota 2 also released a thing you can only buy one loot box uh, per per day or per match or something, but it actually shows you what you're getting in the in the box. Correct. So it's it's yeah. I think that's cool. And I, then yeah. 
Well, you can and choose to get it or, or, or wait the next day. I think there's like a refresh on it or something like yeah. people figured out. And yeah. So, so you can you can check and be like, uh, no, thanks. Yeah. I'll wait yeah. till tomorrow. Yeah. And, and then uh, Psyonix is is publishing the the Rocket League uh, percentages, which is something that that is actually a law in some countries. Yes. Um, and so they're, they're saying, OK, here's 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 your actual odds of getting various things. Mm -hmm. And uh, the last one is Battlefield Five, which has said no microtransactions, no extra anything. You just get this stuff, which and, is and great. I mean, that's yeah. that's great for the it's great for the individual gamer. It's great for the average gamer. Um, when you have when you have microtransactions taking over uh, in a way that is unhealthy, um, Fortnite has obviously exploded and everything. But uh, I don't know if you've you've heard this uh, from from anyone. But there have been a growing number of parents who are posting and commenting and creating videos who are like, Fortnite's blowing, you know, what? The, not the normal, yeah. like, Fortnite's taking over my kid thing, which, yes, every time something come like, comes like this, World of Warcraft, whatever. Yeah. But I've seen multiple posts, multiple videos where um, parents who are not gamers or parents who are gamers are like, my kid is spending money on this or they're asking for their allowance to spend money on this microtransactions and yeah. they're well even though they know what they're getting they're teaching kids the wrong thing about value um in yeah. regards to spending they like uh i think i mentioned this on the on the uh podcast last week or the week before the average fortnite the average average person has spent 87 dollars on fortnite goodness Average. I've spent nothing on Fortnite. I know other people who've spent nothing on Fortnite. There are other people who have spent nothing on Fortnite because you know what? I don't care um, yeah. about what I look like. And in fact, people people if they see me with the default skin, they don't think I'm I'm very good. I'm yeah. not very good, but that also bluffs them. Um, that also bluffs them. My nephew's doing that now. He's like, oh yeah, this is this. Uh, I can't remember what he what he what he called it. He came up with some term for it, uh, but he's essentially bluffing them he's like i use the default skin so people don't know yeah like don't know that i'm good and i'm like yeah that's great i do that anyways because i don't spend money on that so he spent allowance he's been mowing lawns whatever he spends money on on fortnite i'm like go yeah. to go to gamestop and grab some uh, grab some games for dirt cheap uh yeah. there's so many other ways you could spend your money we're i mean we need to make sure that this generation understands that digital currency digital purchases are uh, you need to you need to have some type uh, you know if you spend eighty dollars hundred dollars on Fortnite they can just shut off the servers yeah and well the other thing the other thing is that um, like one of one of the things that I do to to keep myself aware of how much money I'm spending is I try to pay up for a lot of stuff with cash because it's when when I hand over money and I get my change back it's it's it hits a different part of my brain I feel like. Okay. And when it comes to like digital purchases and microtransactions, and you see ninety nine cents, four ninety nine, whatever, sure. and you just you just click and you're done, yeah. And then you're instantly playing with the thing. I would agree. There, there can be a bit of a disconnect there, yeah. and so we need to be cognizant of of what we're spending and versus what we're getting. No, I and, agree. And that's and the 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 gambling mentality being taught to children who, to some extent, don't have. And this is this is not meant to be insulting, but they don't have the the mental faculties to put that into a full context. They don't understand economics, micro macroeconomics. No, right. And and, and because 
and because they're they're because they have less experience with money like um like i'll i'll tell my girls you know we we pay and i'm comfortable sharing this on the air i'll be like well you know we need to we need to pay because our our house payment is almost eleven hundred dollars and they're like one thousand one hundred dollars how do you afford that and i'm like well i work that's why we and work yes yeah and this is yeah. this is this is how that goes and so they're they're starting to kind of understand okay so you know i can save up and i can i can get this thing or or they'll be like i can i can buy this for a dollar that's a very small amount of money and like they're they're looking at it in in a in a personal economic standpoint sure and i feel that that it's important to to teach them that and also to teach them that microtransactions that's still money that you're spending and it's so still, it's, it's it's not just is it, is it worth it is it worth it in yeah. a year in two years which i mentioned this before on the podcast but i'm i'm going to get a firm prediction because i know i mentioned this before mentioned it in passing but i said it i said it uh uh last week and my brother was like you're you're, you're crazy uh fortnite will fortnite will have crashed one way or another within a year and a half or two years there will be something else that has taken over the zeitgeist and Fortnite mm-hmm. will no longer be the thing. Um, and you have people who are, who are playing it professionally on YouTube and stuff. It's like, yeah. I was trying, I was trying to use that as a teaching moment with, with my nephew to say, um, that's not sustainable. Cause he, he's yeah. like, he, he wants to be a professional Fortnite player when he grows up. And I was telling him the people who are doing that right now, in, a, mm-hmm. in probably a year and a half or two years, they're not going to have a job. They're going to have to find another well, game to play. Find something else, yeah. They're gonna, but that means they have to relearn a skill set. So if you are the best player in Fortnite, like Ninja or whoever, then you better relearn a new skill set or yeah. your personality is the thing, which that may work. But these people are riding waves. You're riding a wave yeah. like PewDiePie did, like, uh, like uh, Boogie. Boogie did the same thing, and now he's sustaining and cult. He cultivated. He's uh, cultivating an audience after he's he gathered it. He's making sure that that it that it sustains and everything. Um, yeah. But I was telling him you can't. You know, being a professional gamer, it's not. It's like you have better, a better chance of being a professional singer than being a professional yeah. gamer, because that's a skill set. Gaming, you have so many yeah. different games that can come out. So he wants to be a professional Fortnite player in t- like eleven years. Like I don't think the game is that's not like, dude. You're you're eight years. Yeah. Sorry, not eleven years. Uh, nine years. Whatever. He's ten. So I'm like, no, that's not going to be a thing. So Fortnite's not. When I said I said in front of my family, I'm like, Fortnite is not going to be the popular game in a year and a half or two years. So all your digital transactions and everything aren't going to really matter. And there's going to be another yeah. game that everyone's going to be playing, and that's okay. That's good. And my brother's yeah, like, "You're the- crazy. Fortnite's everywhere. They got Fortnite hoodies." I'm like, "Yeah, yeah, they do." But Friday nights at Freddy's used to be the big thing, mm-hmm. and they're not making and money Angry anymore. And and Angry Birds used to be the thing. The, yeah. the big thing, kind of the the outlier on this is um, his Grand Theft or outliers, I guess. Grand Theft Auto Five and Minecraft. 
both of those games have a wide variety of activities that you can do in them. Like pe- people are making like calculators and machines within Minecraft. Yeah. Fortnite is 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 a very is a very set thing. And yes, it's going to be a little bit different every time and there's there's slight differences and you know, I'm still playing Binding of Isaac, so I'm I'm very aware <laughs> that you can do the same thing over and over sure. and it's still entertaining. But how but, can you hold a population of that many millions of people? How, how they're going their, to want to do something else. Yeah, their attention spans are going to go somewhere else. Uh, so that's what I was saying about that. Um, yeah. Anyways, uh, on, to, on to other topics. I know we can continue to talk about, uh, about this kind of stuff a lot. Um, we got some recent rumors about the new Xbox. Uh, yes. So Project Scarlet, as the, the rumor has it. Um, I, I do I do feel confident about Scarlet. Scarlet is, is the code name that's... Mm-hmm. That's come from enough credible sources, um, but kind of kind of the rumor bit around it is um, is that at Gamescom they're going to be uh, showing off. They said new hardware. That doesn't necessarily mean a new console, but this is something that that will be revealed there or soon, in my opinion. Yeah. And the the big piece of news, at least from what I'm hearing, is that they're going to have two different SKUs for it, and one will be an entirely streaming box, one without an optical drive, where where just everything's everything's digital and then they do uh, a good chunk of much much of the processing will be handled off yeah uh somewhere else i i i'm gonna i'm gonna say something that you're you're gonna be surprised by i'm tempted depending on the specs depending on everything this may be the first time that when a console comes out that i buy both One to try and buy. I am surprised. One to try them both out because I want to see if I'm playing this game here. What's it like? If I'm playing this game here, what's it like? I'm streaming. um, I think I I, I sent you a polo about this recently. Uh, In the on the back end of things, when you're talking about streaming Netflix or Hulu or video games, it's all just packets. Now you have you have loss, which means that the packets just never got there. You have jitter, which means that they are—they're not coming in sequence. Buffer yeah. is buffer is a delay that makes sure that they can catch up and go. Okay, now I put them back together. And they yeah. have latency. Latency is just the speed of light. Yeah. If I I am here in in Florida and the server I'm playing playing uh, against uh, sorry playing off of is in Los Angeles, there is certain latency right yeah. depending on. And and uh, crappy internet connections make that worse. That's what I'm worried about with this. Is how it's not just your connection, but it's all of the mm-hmm. connections in between, and they're having to send you, you're having to send your key presses back to that server to say, hey, he shot that, he shot that NPC. And if so, there's a delay, there's a delay between when I fired and when it got when they got the packet, and now the NPCs moved slightly, I missed. Um, so I, I, uh, there's, there's, I can't remember if it was, it might've been Ars Technica, but basically the, what, what they think could have happened is this, this has been kind of the Holy grail of, of streaming. And like, once they get past this hurdle, Mm -hmm. they're, they're doing well. And basically the idea is that on your system, Mm -hmm. uh, they're going to, it's your system processes, uh, hit boxes and, and, and collision and all those kind of things. And, uh, all your streaming is the graphics processing. Okay. 
And so, so the actual gameplay in a, in a very rudimentary sense is, is still happening entirely on your system. And all that you're getting is, is the, the, the flavor and the looks of it. Sure. Sure. And so, cause that was one of the things that they were talking about with crackdown, which continues to be delayed yeah. because it's a, it's a ridiculously complicated process. Yeah. And, and if you can have the results streamed while the actual immediate impact is mm-hmm. something that's handled on, on the client side. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's why they're saying if somebody's if somebody's figured out how to do that, yes, then this can really work. And I, I did read on that and I'm I'm curious uh, if if they're doing that, that means you have to create a uh, a, a way for so an easy way for every developer to develop that system. That yeah, because that, it's... that is this is the client side, this is the server side. Which yeah. means that means that Xbox would have to come up with a new way to say, "Here's your architecture hardware. Here's software-wise what we need you to do to make sure it works." Yeah, and you're you're separating uh, textures and and all this kind of stuff and put all that somewhere else. Yeah. And and yeah, it's yeah. it's going to require a new type of programming. And that, as much as I lo- I love owning. My games. I love owning physical copies. I know Chris is Chris is even further along than I am on that. Yes, he is. But uh, but like I will buy digital. That's fine. I like having a physical copy though, um, just in case. Like uh, just in case the servers go down for for the current gen. Now that being said, Xbox PlayStation has not said this, but Xbox has said, and Phil Spencer said, everything moving forward will be backwards compatible throughout the years no matter what which means as long as microsoft doesn't go bankrupt yeah or the xbox brand doesn't go defunct we're okay yeah i i mean honestly i'm not going to predict that but i think we're pretty darn safe for at least 12 years at that point i mean if not more um playstation's not giving you that comfort right so the next playstation may or may not have that we don't know what they're working on xbox I would love. I feel. I, I, feel, I feel like market pressure. Yes, will yeah. say that it has to be because and, and and because because we're all moving forward on the x86 uh, architecture rather than switching. Because I can appreciate that from PlayStation Three to PlayStation Four, you know the 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 cell processing yeah. versus x86. I, I I don't know a lot about it, but I understand. Yeah. That that these are two different things, and so it would it's have a hurdle. to be. It's a hurdle. Yeah. It's a financial hurdle. You have to program around. Yes, I, I agree. Yes. I agree. So if, but if PlayStation, forward, I yeah, feel like the PlayStation Five has to be backwards compatible. And if it does, that's wonderful. Uh, Xbox, I think. I think Xbox, if they are doing that, right? If they are saying, mm-hmm. "Hey, we're backwards compatible," so your Xbox One games uh, the, on the on the Scarlet, uh, whatever they're going to call it, right? And by the way, because they, they have talked about uh, that being the Xbox family, they're trying to get away from the generation feel, the generation idea. Mm-hmm. But if they have a streaming Xbox, right, yeah. and they have, a, they have a, a hardcore Xbox, some people are going to say, well, I already buy digital games or I want to do the Game Pass-esque thing. Mm-hmm. I'll stream my games. Or if, you, if, if it streams games that you also purchased. Yeah. So if I purchase it digitally, can I stream that game? That's wonderful. If that's the case, instead of it being like a subscription model, right? If it's yeah. just a just a box that has a subscription tied to it, I think it's gonna be very limited because then you're buying hardware that you then have to pay every month for. Yeah. 
Some people might um, not like that. Games Games Pass is is a substantial move towards that because uh, yes. I don't I don't know if you checked out the Games Pass offerings yes. lately, but they, they they are impressive. Yes, and this is this is very consumer friendly type stuff that that they're doing right, right now. Yeah, and in in rural areas, mm-hmm. this is not an option. This is yes. this is mostly for the coasts and like the big cities in the middle. Like, yeah. uh, uh, it would be rough here. It would be a little rough where I am right now. I mean, yeah. it's not great, uh, but it's great for the cities, which, again, I like that they have these options, because if they said we're going all streaming, it would have been another Xbox One um, uh, situation yeah. where where people are like, that's not going to work for me. Um, and and so what, what they said at that time is, we have a great system for you. It's called the Xbox 360. But if they actually <laughs> have a great system for you and it's a new box. Yes. And they're, yes. and they're supporting both. Yeah. And then yes, that, at that point, it's a viable option. Yeah, because I think that what Xbox is doing right now is what Apple was trying to do with the uh, the Apple uh, Apple TV and the Apple Air and all that stuff. That they were trying to come mm-hmm. up with their own video streaming process. They but they also were like, hey, we got games too, and the games weren't were very very limited, very yeah. you know mobile Android esque kind of stuff. But the way that technology is moving. Right, I'm looking at an Amazon Fire Stick sitting on my my uh, <laughs> on, on my uh, uh, desk. The way the technology's moving, I could see if they did this and it worked and it was successful, and everything worked, uh, everything was right. I could see in another, uh, I mean, I'd say I don't know, six or eight years after that, I could see Xbox saying, "Hey, we got a, we also have a Microsoft TV. It's got it baked in." Because uh, yeah. you can get an Amazon TV, which is a, uh, a flat screen, high def 4K TV that has a, has your Fire Stick-esque mm-hmm. um, qualities, right? You can do your voice controls. You can hit all your apps, everything. Uh, a lot of TVs already have all the apps anyways. Used to be yeah. you had to have another box for that. I had to explain it to my dad. He bought a new TV and he bought a new Blu-ray player. And I was like, why'd you buy a new Blu-ray player? He said, well, he's got all these apps. It's like you. Your TV has those. You just bought a smart TV. Um, He has a setup that he wanted to do with it, whatever. But like, what I mean is like, technology is moving so far. If you had a had a way where Xbox could be like, hey, we're also we're we're just going to make a TV with it, or we're going to make a little uh, streaming stick, pop that in your pocket, bring it on your trip with you. You go to go to a hotel, you pop that in. (coughs) If you can just bring us. like a little stick to put in the HDMI and a controller, and you go, you know, go on a business trip or wherever you're going on vacation. That's amazing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's amazing. Um, one one of the other things that that I think we have to remember about mm-hmm. the about the way that technology moves. Um, which I, I don't remember if it was the if it was the original Xbox or the 360 that um, that uh, Microsoft said we're not going. We're we're just going to uh, send this out. It's going to have an Ethernet port. We're doing high bandwidth only. Yep. We're we're not we're not supporting 56k anymore. And a lot of people were like, but but that's what I have. Yeah. Somebody has to has to lead the pack on that and has mm-hmm. to has to make that step forward. And the infrastructure will have to keep up. And this is one of the things. Like when I. Okay, you're going to Europe. It is insane to me how far we as a country are behind on this. 
Like we're we're talking about how much how much how this 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 streaming box is only going to work in the coastal areas and big cities and stuff. Even in those areas, we're still dealing with technology and infrastructure that is behind. Yes. So many areas. I'm gonna, yes, we're yeah. we're ahead of some countries, but the, so, the the technology and the infrastructure yeah. needs to be built. And if Microsoft is is pushing it forward and saying, "Look, get with the program. This is what's up. This is what people need," and and pushing pushing consumers and moving the market yeah. toward a toward a higher uh, <laughs> a higher resolution, if you will, a higher yeah. um, a higher standard. Yeah, I guess is probably the best word. Um, then I, I see this as not only consumer friendly, but um, it's something that's going to help more than just gamers mm-hmm. by by moving moving technology forward and and forcing companies that provide these services mm-hmm. uh, to advance. The problem is how many telecom companies are in the mix on that. Yep, over fifty big players, big players, not even the smallest. People are like oh Verizon, AT and T, or You've got CenturyLink, Level 3, XO, and a ton of others that are huge players. Actually, I'd say yeah. probably 12 to 15 big players, and then you got 50 who are who are uh, responsible as well. But and who are chomping at the bit to be one of the bigger yeah to, to move up yeah. My, and my I, will, I will I will I will give you money. Yeah, <laughs> give me the, give me the thing that I want. The problem will, is the I backbone's will. not there. The backbone's not yeah. there. No one wants to pay. No one wants to pay to increase. So my company, um, we don't do we we do internet, kinda. I mean, we'll do it if you want, but we're we're about uh, an MPLS connection. So it's basically point to point connections for large companies and voice. Yeah. So we can give you internet on the side too. That's fine. But our backbone of our company. Uh, our backbone runs at less than 40%. And the reason yeah. is, if something fails, we need to move traffic from here all the way over here. We don't want to We don't wanna overload. Yeah. Verizon runs at 75 to 80% on a good day. So then if something breaks, everyone moves over here and there's not enough bandwidth for everyone to use. Yeah. You can't do that. Their bandwidth, their, their backbone's not ready for it. And every company needs to needs to step it up. Speak. You were talking about like Europe. Um, I'm going to be on a river cruise going around mm-hmm. Germany and Amsterdam. Uh, my my uh, we we got a package. It's like everything's included on this. It's different for mm-hmm. European cruises. They're just like no, you paid for it. It's expensive, <coughs> but it's like you get excursions. You get everything you want. You get drinks. You get alcohol. Whatever you want. You get Wi-Fi. It's a hundred mm-hmm. meg connection. Yeah, hundred meg connection on a boat. It's a better connection than I have at my house because of my ISP where I am does not offer over 75. Yeah. Yeah. So it's, I either had to go with this or I had to go with satellite. So there's areas that like you're limited, but in Europe you're like, oh, you're on a boat, hundred meg connection. That's fine. Um, yeah. <laughs> like it's, it's just insane. So, so yeah, we've, we've we've been rambling a lot. Like I said, there's there's only a couple. Of, there's only a little bit of news this weekend. Uh, but let us know in the comments what your what your connection options are, what your speed is, and what you're what you're hoping for, how much you pay, all that kind of stuff. Because I would I would love to. Sh- okay, so, <laughs> there are companies where they say you know don't talk about how much you get paid. That benefits them. 
tell us this information, let's share this information, and, and then we'll yell at the companies that aren't supporting and, and in, boosting in up In regards their, to oh. how much your bandwidth, yeah. Don't don't tell yeah. us how much you're getting paid, no. But tell us right. what your yeah. bandwidth, tell we, us what your bandwidth, bandwidth, latency, like how, how you doing, how you doing, like that-wise, not money-wise. How you doing on uh, bandwidth? And we'll check you out right. later. See you next week. Thanks for watching This Week in Our Collective Heads. Uh, subscribe over here and click the bell, and that way you'll know about any new videos that we put up, because we put up a lot of, a lot of gameplay, a lot of stories from games and stuff like that, and gameplay is down here. Yeah, and you got more editorials and news stuff down here. Check it out.